Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 23, Blind Ambitions. Not gonna lie, pleasantly (laughs) surprised. Yeah, it wasn't, it definitely was not my favorite, but I was, I think I liked it better than, well, it wasn't a zero, certainly. Same. Good. I was like, there's no way it can be a zero. It definitely wasn't as bad as I remembered. Yeah, I think there were, there were some pretty good, like, there were some good spots in between where I was cracking up. Yeah. That's always good. I respect that. Mm, I respect that. Well, before we get into the episode, I just want to shout out, um, the Spirits and Chat podcast on Instagram. Yes. Um, they commented on one of our posts from a couple episodes ago now. It was Adult Education. Um, that was the episode where we really were trying to figure out how people ordered tickets. Like, did they do it over the phone? Did they do... We could not figure out how they did it. Like, how Dorothy was <laughs> trying to get those Frank Sinatra tickets. Yeah. And they told us that... I'll read their comment because it's a really nice comment. Just discovered this podcast and really enjoy it as a devoted Golden Girls fan. Also, regarding ticketing in the 80s, it was common for shows to advertise in newspapers and magazines and have forms where you could mail in a ticket request and then weeks later, your tickets would arrive in the mail. This was common up until the 90s when the internet replaced the need for this. Oh my gosh. How neato is that? I know. We're learning. The mail must have been a lot more reliable than today. (laughs) I know, right? Ugh. I love that. Well, thank you for commenting on that and enlightening us millennials on how to order things back then. I know this is truly an educational podcast. It really is. <laughs> um, and if you're not following us on Instagram, make sure to follow us at Shenanigans at Shady Pines. It's yep. a fun place to be. We have a good time. We um, Caroline puts together all of these this and that. Um, you get, obviously, notifications when we post. And, yeah, it's a good time over there. Yeah, we're starting to get some people commenting on our post with, with stuff. So that's fun to see. Yes, we really appreciate the interaction. Yeah. Well, do you want to get into adult education? Sure. Okay, we can learn about Blind ambitions. Blind ambitions. (laughs) Before I even get into it, I, like, will say, the episode titles in the beginning are not as fun as they get later on in the show. Absolutely. Like, they get to be fun, but we're not quite there. Like, I don't really love blind ambitions, but it's okay. I feel like season two, it gets better. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Ugh, okay. So the description of this episode is, Rose's sister, Lily, must deal with life as a blind person after recently losing her sight. Meanwhile, the girls hold a garage sale in order to buy a new TV, but find it hard to part with things. Okay. Did not know that that was the side plot 
And I was dying during any of these scenes. I think (laughs) this side plot made the entire episode. It was so hysterical. It, I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't my favorite. Um, I loved it. Let's get into it and I'll try and maybe there's something I'm forgetting. Like there were funny moments. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I felt like I could relate hardcore to it. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like. (laughs) Well, we'll talk about it. <laughs> yes, we will. <clears throat> Sorry. So the guest stars on this episode were Polly Holiday as Lily, which we love her. What? Oh, she was in, um, she was the neighbor in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. And we're obsessed with her. Do you you know? ate my begonias. <laughs> no, that was, that was Sally Field who said that. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. You're right. But, you're right, but you're right. she was the Miranda Hillard, please. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> also, I don't know if I'm about to blow your mind. I don't know if you know this. I might. She was, she was also in The Parent Trap. Excuse me, girls. Yes. I've got to get us a scoop of these yes. delicious strawberries. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I knew that, but you just reminded yeah. me. Oh That's my gosh, very that's important to us. It is so important. <laughs> yes. So, Polly Holiday was Lily. Yes, and then we have Annie Abata, sorry for the mispronunciation, as the woman, I'm assuming from the yard tale, <laughs> Billy Gratton as man number one, I'm assuming again in the garage sale, Yeah, Stuart Fradkin as man number two, again, garage sale, <laughs> and Donna Labrie as the stewardess, which I thought she handled Rose as a breeze. I thought she was as oh, yes. as that. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, yes. This episode aired on March 29th, 1986. It did. And our queen, Lady Gaga, was born this day. Mm. Well, okay. She was born the day before. But, mm. like, right, right before. Sorry, my bad. You good, Herbert. <laughs> I'm a little devoted. It was the yes. day before, but literally that year, literally the day she was just a little baby. That's so her wild to think about. Her mom was probably in the hospital learning yeah. how to be a mom and being yep. amazing at raising a queen. And we love you, Mrs. Gaga. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> um, the Prince single kiss. I don't know if it was a single, but Prince's hit kiss was number five this week i'm sure it hit number one but um it was number five this week and fun fact the handmaid's tale book came out this week no way or was on the top charts this week yeah really that's cool i've only seen the first i i don't know if i've seen the whole first season but i've seen the first couple of episodes i'm pretty sure i have seen the first season yeah i never could get back into it it's just it's not my cup of tea yeah man i like it though i do i really like it i will say though i and this is probably a controversial opinion but i'm sure there's someone out there who agrees with me i like the show better than the book whoa i know the show i mean i know the show wouldn't be possible without the book but i just love all the extra things they added um i don't i think the book is fine but i think Mm -hmm. it was a mistake for me to watch the show first i think that messed with me but i I do i mean it's it's great it's pretty intense and she actually just came out with a sequel like two years ago i think at this point yes like a book sequel but i don't know 
That's coming yeah. from a librarian too, so Yeah. Well. That's that's from me. No, I will tell you, I feel like sometimes show <laughs> adaptations can be better than the book. I mean movies can I be better than the book. I agree with but... that. Sam and I were talking about Harry Potter. Oh and how much the movies left out because they had to leave out. Well they had to, it's true. Derry always said, my friend Derry, she always said that Harry Potter should be a mini series. Yes, I feel like it would be so good. Like we always talk about the ghosts and how they leave the ghosts out. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, they could have even added more. You know, right. like if there wasn't enough content. Yeah. Maybe when we're older, like when it's been a decent amount of time since the original Maybe. movies, and they'll be called the original movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. We went okay. Way deep into that fact. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, that was a that was a a detour. Um, so the only fun fact I found on IMDb isn't even that fun. Um, Ooh. so Polly Holiday was only forty eight in this episode, Ooh. and the person who wrote this was super sassy and put in parentheses. Although she looks at least sixty. How rude! Rude. Um, and they note that she's fifteen years younger than Betty White. And they say she has a southern accent, despite supposedly growing up in Minnesota. Did you notice a southern accent? I did, personally. Um, It's like that old southern twang. It's not even like a hit hit country sound, but it was like, yeah. I detected like, almost like Blanche's one, like Mm -hmm. Rue McClanahan's one for Blanche. Um, Just that elegant, you know... Draw. I see it. You know I see it. Mean? It, it but, just wasn't yeah. so in your face. No, at first no, time I read as, that. Yeah, yeah, not as in your faces as Blanche's, but yeah, yeah. When just I first little. read that, I was like, really? And then I kind of I mean, watched that's it. Pretty nitpicky. Like, come on, yeah. she's like a star chill. <laughs> They're really um scraping the bottom of the barrel for these facts. But yeah, that's okay. Yes. All right. So. Do you want to get into On Golden Girls? Sure. Okay. So, the show actually opens on the lanai. It does. Very exciting. I love when people not from the South call barbecues barbecues because, like, to me, a barbecue is, like, literally when you're smoking a pig or, like, literally eating barbecue but, like, if you're eating hamburgers and hot dogs or, like, steak like they are, like, you call it a cookout, not a barbecue. I don't yeah. Know. Some I don't people, know if that's a southern thing, but... I don't know. That's I know what I've always done. Some people call, and this is not us, call the actual grill itself a barbecue. That's weird. Yeah, I think that's so weird, but... And I don't know if that's because daddy is, like, a barbecue pit master or whatever, yeah. a grill master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we know our different smoking contraptions. Oh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> but they're making some food out there. They're and grilling steak. And what's cool about this episode is that it puts a twist on relatives coming to visit. It does. It the does. episode begins and she's already there. Yes. And you know what? I kind of liked that. I 
I I'm gonna disagree with you. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> I know, okay. I know. I really like the moments before, like even a little bit, the person before the person shows up, because like with Blanche, we kind of got the tea. We yeah, got I was to learn. Say, they kind of do spill the tea before, like the lowdown of what's going yeah. on with this. Yeah, I think person. that would have been a good opportunity for Rose to mm-hmm. be like. Lily, like, really helped me out when we were kids, like, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I, I also did like how she was there, and I liked how it was different, that they could just jump right into it. Yeah, it was kind of nice how they, you know, introduced her being blind. Like, they didn't mention that at first, and I feel like if you didn't know or hadn't yeah. seen it before, you wouldn't have known until they said something. Yeah. And I liked how they did have that conversation about, you know, Lily raising Rose and, you know, being there for Rose. Um, I kind of liked how they did it that way. Yeah. Um, I just liked how they didn't waste time. I feel like sometimes when they're, mm-hmm. like, pre-introducing the character, it wastes a lot of time. Yeah, I could see that. Honestly, like, I could go either way. Yeah, for sure. I think they did it well this time. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Um, so, it's is revealed that it's been six months since Lily has lost her sight. Yeah. Um, and I just want to preface this by saying we don't have experience, a lot of experience with people who are blind. Mm-mm. Um, Do so not. a lot of what, well, like our perspective isn't from personal experience. We're just, we're on the outside. We're learning Looking here. Up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Lily tries to help out with, like, lemonade. I think Sophia wants some lemonade, and she tries Mm -hmm. to get it for her, and it doesn't really work out that well. Um, and Uh -uh. she reveals that she tried to go to, like, uh, a school that helps people who are blind. It helps them orient, like, like, orientate themselves to being Mm -hmm. blind and get, not get used to it, but learn how to navigate the world. (coughs) Right. Um, as a visually impaired person. But um, apparently it didn't work out. No real details there. I wonder if she just mentally wasn't ready for to take that step yet. Like, I Mm. feel like if you lose something as strong, like as important as sight, I feel like it's you almost go through a grief stage where you're grieving the loss of something so important. Like. I can't imagine, you know, seeing this beautiful earth and then nothing. Yeah. Like, that has to take some time to not even, like, you will never get over that. Mm-hmm. You know, to t- kind of change your mindset into, yeah. you know, well, the positive. Knowing and experiencing the world in one way right. and changing it. Right. That's going to yeah. be unimaginable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of thought she must be in some kind of denial Yes. At the beginning of the episode, yes. because she's pretty optimistic. Like, I'm fine. I don't really need any help. Right. I'm good. I am learning. I just need to experience this. Right. And that's it's how I'm going to learn. Like, yeah. It's almost like she wants things to go back like they were, but mm-hmm. the, yeah. it never can. And mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing. Like, it could be even better. But that's the mental part where she has to accept it's that things will never be the same and that's okay you know yeah and they also talk about how she was always a super adventurous person right um they mentioned she had a pilot's license Mm -hmm. and i think that kind of just added that to 
let us know like how hard this must be for her. I mean, it would be yeah, hard the for salt anybody. And the wound. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be. Gosh, can't imagine going through that. Mm-mm. Um. Side note: Do you think this episode was filmed early? Um, I didn't get that feel, but mm-hmm. I honestly wasn't paying attention to that. I was thinking about it at first. I mean, I don't think it's so early that it's like the pilot. Right. Or like the last episode we watched. But I'm kind of getting an early vibe because um, Dorothy calls Sophia mom. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right. I think she might have done that before once, but we're back to it now. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, it was kind of weird. And. Another thing to think about maybe when it was filmed, I wonder if they got a lot of these guest stars, um, the more popular ones, to film at the beginning. Oh. So, like... Like to hook people in? Well, not to hook people in, but to get the networks to, you know, get into the show to put it on TV. Yeah, be like, hey... Yeah. Polly Holiday. Her name's Polly exactly. Holiday. Polly yes. Holiday's into this show. Exactly. So you should be too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I could see that. I really could. Yeah. That's totally just a hypothesis, but I know. Maybe maybe, maybe a mix. Yeah. Um also, okay. I've, it seems like I'm going off tangent, but, like, they start talking about different things. Like, mm-hmm. Sophia, they start talking about TV, and Sophia complains about their TV, and that's the point where uh, Dorothy calls her mom. But they're talking about how expensive TVs are, which mm. is, like, now TVs are so not expensive. They're not? Um, well, okay. Like, $200 now is different than $200 then. Like, you can that's get TVs true. for pretty cheap now. This um, is true. I mean, yeah. it also depends on what kind. You get a smart TV, a dumb TV, a small TV, a big TV. Back yeah. then, there weren't that many types of TVs. So and they were big and heavy and yeah. all that stuff. But they're talking about affording the TV and how they mm-hmm. have to, like, they agreed they were going to do something for the house, like the roof mm-hmm. and the driveway, I think. Yeah. And I have a question, and this is something we'll probably address many times throughout the show. <laughs> Blanche is the landlord of the mm-hmm. house. Right. Why are the girls always paying for stuff or repairing stuff that they want to do for the house when Blanche is the one who owns it? Right. I'm just assuming because they all live there and they all, you know, I wonder if it's like part of a service fee or something like that. Well, I'm just thinking Blanche is the owner of the property. Yeah, I agree. She's like a landlord, essentially. Right, for sure. Like, would you pay for your landlord to replace the roof like they do in that one episode with all the leaks? (laughs) Well, as a person who has lived in your house... (laughs) Just kidding. Um, No. (laughs) I totally... I get what you're saying. I'm just Mm -hmm. assuming because they're friends... Yeah, that probably changes things. That's why I yeah. don't, I feel like if, you know, it was Blanche's previous tenants, they weren't close True. friends. So yeah. she might have, you know, said, okay, yeah. this is happening. I mean, my thing is, is that I feel like Blanche, like, right out, like, flat out owns the house. I don't know if, like, she's finished paying it off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like 
if she owns it, that's completely different than if she's, you know, still paying the mortgage or whatever. Okay. Because I feel like if she's still paying the mortgage, like, yeah, like, they should pitch in and help. But if she, like, is just making profit off of them living there, then, mm. you know, I don't think that's right. But Okay. See, I my mean, thought is they're putting in all this money to repair a roof, right. the driveway, and right. they're not going to see any benefit from that. It's Blanche right. whose value is increasing mm-hmm. in the house. Exactly. Yeah, that's very true. And you know what? It's probably just... Of them having a plot. Yeah, them being a part of the <laughs> or, show. Because there's a lot of plots that have to do with the show. I mean, with the exactly. house, like, messing up. Yeah, yeah. I True. mean, that's my biggest thing. <laughs> I was just curious. No, I know. It's a good thought. I never thought about that. I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot as the shit yeah, we'll lot goes down. we'll have a lot more episodes to do with this. <laughs> So the girls, speaking of the TVs, um, girls are going to have a garage sale to buy a TV. Side note, I didn't really realize that that was going to be the plot until like much later on. Like I didn't put two and two together until later on. It wasn't super clear. It was not super clear. I didn't think so either. No. Um, agreed. Yeah. Um, but they're going to have a garage sale, and that's that's how they're going to raise the money for the TV. And later, they're going through all their stuff from the garage sale. Yes. And, and Blanche... <laughs> Go ahead. Blanche comes out in a cute little Woodstock outfit. Oh my gosh, she looks adorable. I was cracking Agreed. up. I wonder how they got their, her hair like that. Like, I'm sure it's a wig. You but think? it looks funny at the top. <laughs> very, very 60s. Very voluminous. Yeah, I um, love the side plot. I thought it was hysterical. Like, it totally, like, I can totally relate to it, you know, trying, like, wanting to buy something fancy. And I guess now, for us millennials, it's easier for us because, like, I'll just go through my closet and see if I can put anything, like, on Poshmark or something. Yeah. You know, and sell something that way. But yeah, for sure. I'm so glad we don't have to do, or, like, Facebook Marketplace is a good place to get yeah. things. Or, Agreed. You know. you know, if the girls were around today, they would probably be DoorDash drivers sometimes. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine Dorothy as a DoorDash driver? <laughs> she would make sure. I feel like she would be somebody to make sure they didn't forget anything that you ordered. She would be great. I feel like she would be the best DoorDash driver. <laughs> <laughs> Love. Um, so Lily kind of continues on trying to be helpful to the girls. Um, she like tries to put out some candlesticks that Rose wants to, and she keeps moving around and, and thinking that she's doing things independently, but as she's moving around, Rose is like moving things. And then later the girls are all shifting around boxes. Yeah. And I thought that was hysterical. I agree. tripping over themselves to make sure Lily, like, didn't trip into anything. But then again, it was like, that's kind of the, you know, light bulb that Lily needed that she needed to go back and get help. Like, that's why she didn't really realize is people were making her life easier for her. They were enabling her. Yeah, exactly. She didn't, she didn't even realize it. 
Mm-mm. So she thought she was better off than she really was. For sure. Which is a problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, how did how did she not hear them, like, running around going, oh, No kidding. Here on the boxes. And I'm wondering if it was because she was talking the whole time she was doing it, or... Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I was, I agree with you. Like, when they were moving the boxes, especially the three girls, like, mm-hmm. they were, like, throwing they them. They were and, booking like, it, but it was I really know. funny to watch. <laughs> it was hysterical. I mean, even I, Sophia was, like, throwing boxes. I know. So I will. I know we've talked about this before, but Rue McClanahan is my favorite one to watch, like, when yes. they're not talking. She's so She's funny. so good. I love so her. So good. <laughs> but... The show keeps going, and Lily is cooking something in the kitchen later, and it catches on fire, and luckily the girls are home and can help her put it out pretty quickly. That was a pretty effective uh, fire extinguisher there. It was. It was. Um, <laughs> have you and... ever used a fire extinguisher? No, I never have. Have you? I haven't either. No. I don't think it's that airy. I feel like there's more foam that comes out. I know that's what I know. maybe that's a eighties um one but yeah I've never had to luckily have had to deal with that yeah I'm thinking it's more of a TV thing probably so it just like sprays some mist and then it goes on its way <laughs> yeah I've never really had like a fire before so I mean I've caught some things on fire like in the oven but mm-hmm. they're pretty easy to put out yeah nothing like what Lily experiences exactly that was I mean. I can't imagine how she felt. I, she must have been terrified. Like, I can't I know. do anything. I, feel I like don't in, know what to do. And also, like, imagine, because she has um, been able to see before. Right. And so she knows what fire looks like. So can you imagine what she was picturing in her oh. mind? Yeah, and, like, probably feeling the heat. Mm-hmm. And I just, oh, that's... That's got to be terrifying. Yeah, for sure. Um, And after that, Blanche and Rose come in and Blanche like kind of holds her away from the fire. Yeah. And afterwards, when when it's over, Blanche is pretty like, I mean, I understand why, but she was pretty like. She was pretty harsh. Yeah, she was harsh. <clears throat> and this is where I don't know what the right answer is. Yes. Yeah, it's like, is she crossing the line? Because that's not her sister. Like, that's yeah. somebody else's sister. But also, I feel like she's doing it at a good, like, she's coming from a good place. Yeah. I will um, say, at this point, we don't know, like, as the audience, we don't know that Dorothy and Blanche feel the way that they feel. Mm-hmm. We don't know that they think that Lily needs more help than she's letting on right and i think it might have been smarter for them to talk to rose one more time like one time before this yeah so it's in our minds that oh wait this is the wake-up call she should probably get some help yeah you know yeah i feel like they could have made i almost feel like they could have done something different where they could have had one more issue happen with her Mm -hmm. having an issue with being blind. Yeah. Before, okay, Rose, you need to go do something. Like, this is pretty Mm -hmm. serious. Yeah. Like, of course, the fire's really serious, but I feel like in order to make Rose agree, they needed to have one more thing be pretty serious. 
for me, either that would have been good or them talking to her more than one time. Yeah. And not like the very first thing that happens, them being like, hey, you need to Or even if they told a story about Lily being at home and this happened. Yeah. Something like that. Something quick. It didn't Mm -hmm. have to be like huge. But like, yeah, the fire is super important. And I... I kind of agree with Lily, like, it could have happened to any one of you, but Mm -hmm. they could have taken care of it themselves. But, I mean, what is the right answer, you know? like I don't know. Honestly, at this point, to me, and this is coming from somebody with no experience with somebody who is blind, I feel like she wasn't that bad off yet. I don't know, though. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I'm not sure. Yeah. I I mean... I think we find out later on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Rose does go talk to Lily and Lily kind of, you know, writes off her accidents and is like, you know, I'm accident prone, like, right. da, 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 da. and she kind of tells Rose that she's just a warrior, which I found really annoying. Like, mm, no, but yeah. I don't, <sighs> I feel like she was just like covering it up like it's really not a big deal like I'll be okay but I just don't I don't think Lily wanted to admit how much she needed help yeah I don't think she I really don't think she thought she needed help I feel like she thought she could learn her way through it yeah you know oh yeah she definitely does yeah um and Lily kind of gives this monologue about being blind which Mm -hmm. I thought was a pretty good monologue uh-huh. About, like, the dress that she had. Yeah. Like, and it was pretty intense, you know, talking about how she used to be able to see and now she can't. Right. And I I thought that was a good acting moment. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. It was a very good, um, definitely got in the feels a little bit there. Yeah. And how she talks about how it's, like, never ending. Yeah. And, like, she wakes up every day and it's not, yeah. like, it's not gone. Like, she's going through, like, that's how people grieve. Like, when people lose somebody, that's mm-hmm. how they grieve. Like, you have that moment where you don't realize that they're gone. Mm-hmm. And she's going through the same thing with her sight. Yeah, I definitely don't understand how she's feeling. But I think the actress does a good job of putting us in that mindset. There we go. I think so. Um, yeah. So, okay, this is where Lily tells Rose the reason she came to Miami is to ask Rose to come home with her. Yeah. Is that true? I don't know, because I feel like Lily, at the beginning of the episode, was like, oh, look what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. And just visiting, you know, hanging out. But I feel like they changed that. Me too. This because reminded I wasn't me wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, this reminded me of in Second Motherhood how the problem with Richard at first was um one thing and then it changed to another thing. For this, like yeah. she started out the episode being super independent, like I can do anything, like too bold. You right. know? Like and then suddenly she needs help and Plot she's twist. Yeah, yeah, and but it's not even like they were hinting at that. Right. She just immediately snaps and changes and says, I need you, Rose. Like, you need to come back to me. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, that... Good job. Thank (laughs) (laughs) y'all. I think I'm starting to notice these things more. 
Yeah, um, that's what's interesting about watching the show again and then talking about it like this in depth is you really start to notice things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I That was a pretty big problem for me with this episode. Yeah, Like, well, what sure. is the problem? Like, I know there's a problem, but, like, yeah. what is it? Yeah. And so apparently Lily is from Chicago. She lives in Chicago. Um, I wonder how she moved there, you know. I don't know. I, I have so many questions. But, yeah. um... Rose is pretty much decided like she needs to help Lily. Mm-hmm. And it's a the very girls good, nice sister thing for her to do. For sure. But the girls are so insistent that Lily can be independent and is fine. And they tell Rose that Which, she... uh, that doesn't make sense because they were just telling her like, yo, like she needs help, like and now they're saying, "Oh, you're fine." Yeah, well, I think they were thinking more, she can do this. Yeah. But she needs to learn how yeah. from professionals, you know? Yeah. Um, But what's kind of, what I wish they had established more in the beginning was they say that Rose wants to do this for Lily because she feels guilty. But I wish they had established in the beginning why she feels guilty. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's putting too much on Rose. Yeah, and also, they don't talk about, like, why she would feel guilty that much. Why should she feel guilty for her big sister, like, taking care of her? Yeah. You know, that's, like, just, that just comes naturally with being a big sister and little sister, you know? Yeah, and also, they, like, hinted at it once earlier (sighs) in the episode how Lily took care of her as a kid. But, like, they don't have anything to back it up. Yeah, that it doesn't... There's a, there's a hole. Yeah. It's, there's I a mean, hole in that storyline. Yeah. And then Blanche tells a story about feeling guilty. And I didn't, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I didn't really understand the story, how it related. It, yeah, it really didn't. Like, yeah, it really truly didn't. I feel like maybe that story was them trying to figure out how to put a Blanche story into this. Yeah. But I don't think it worked right yeah, here. I agree with that. Yeah, and I love a good Blanche story. I really do. That one, it was funny, though, like, how she, like, stuck to her story that she wasn't sleeping with that guy. Yeah, do you think she was? Oh, absolutely. You think? I think so. Do you think I should count it for a Blanche count? I think so. All right, I'm gonna count it. Oh, yes. I'm gonna count it. I'm gonna add it to the count. Yes. Um, (laughs) but besides the story, the girls are just, like... (sighs) <sighs> they're really giving it to Rose. And I feel like they're not very... I don't know if I like their input. Honestly, it wasn't a discussion. Yeah. They're, like, telling... Ro- like, I honestly feel bad for Rose in this situation. I do too. Like, she's not really being supported by anybody. I think the girls are giving her tough love, but mm-hmm. they're really just talking at her. Yeah, and I feel like... You know, as somebody's friend, when you're an adult, as somebody's friend, like, they're an adult. They can make their own decisions. You need to be supportive of what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, even though you might not agree and it might not be what you would do, Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're their true friend, you need to be supportive of that. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. Sometimes our friends don't need our advice. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they just need to be heard. Exactly. Just like a listening ear. Yeah. They, like, they need a sister, not 
not a mom or yeah whatever. yeah yeah exactly like with lucy yeah exactly um i do kind of like how sophia connects it back to her getting her ever having her stroke uh-huh. and how she uh-huh. sat around feeling bad for herself but dorsey dorothy kind of like knew she could rebuild her life so she kind of made her right i thought that was a but good connection i i agree 100 percent but I feel like that just puts it on Rose, and I just don't feel like it's Rose's responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's almost, like, a choice that Lily has to make. Yes, yeah. You know, to take care of herself and to be there for herself. It's not Rose's choice. Like, Rose can't do it for her. That's like telling an no. addict to stop drinking. And But they are the ones who has to have to make the decision. You know, you can't do it for them. You know who they should call? who rose's mother is her she mother's st- yeah she is her mother's alive. still around we met her a little while ago we did. i mean she might be able to help too i don't know yeah. just to kind of figure out what lily needs yeah mm. yeah yeah but they move on to the garage sale <laughs> best scene of the whole episode yeah <laughs> it's kind of funny it's called a garage sale but it's on the, the lanai it's yeah, a lanai, lanai sale, sale. <laughs> um and sophia's haggling by telling this one lady to go to hell <laughs> i know i loved that part that was probably my favorite part so good my favorite <laughs> part was um i don't know i loved when rose was haggling over the elvis um were they salt and pepper shakers yeah or that was oh, blanche yeah. That was hysterical, just how how much pride, and we'll find this out later, how much pride mm. Blanche has in Elvis memorabilia. Like, oh, she yes. was, like, offended. I know. And she said, the king is gone, Dorothy, but we must <laughs> cherish the things he left behind. <laughs> so <laughs> She's amazing. She's so dramatic. <laughs> yes. I, And that's what makes me love Blanche so much. Yes. Those moments right there. Yeah, exactly. So good. But then the passion that Dorothy felt over that hockey stick. I know. Why was was it a hockey stick? I mean, I think it was some famous person's hockey stick that she had. It was, but, like, who knew Dorothy was into hockey? Oh, I know, I know, I know. So weird. Like, so random, but she was so passionate about it. Oh, yes. I just appreciated that. Oh, yes. And then Rose with Mr. Longfellow the teddy bear. Yes, it is, Rose. <laughs> that was so scary. Yeah. But what's funny baby about baby it is it's so, like, shocking when she does it. Like, you do not think it is coming. And you just no, hear the creepy little... She knows yes, how to throw her voice. <laughs> I, I know it's creepy, but I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, finally, the girls just decide, like, their things are just too hard to part with. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, let's put it on yeah. a credit card and not sell any of our <laughs> junk that we never look at. And... I know. Okay, I'm glad you feel that way. I'm a fan. I love things. And it's hard to get rid of things. Yes. But it's also amazing to get rid of things. Yes. And not have things anymore. And... So we are a clutter-free household. Our yes. mother taught us how yes. to purge. We do not keep very many things. No. Um, And... It's been hard being newly married to yes. be with our husbands and stuff yes. and 
getting rid of things, but I know it's just what we've been taught and what we've always done. I'm pretty sure my Sam thinks that I don't have a heart sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll look at him and be like, just because it was a gift don't mean it doesn't mean you have to keep it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's so like it's I don't know. I try I do get attached to certain things and sometimes yeah. you know things build up, but I do love getting rid of them and like yeah. giving them to a new home or yeah. finding someone who needs them yeah. or you know, like, I, I feel like that's what's so great about Facebook Marketplace is, yeah. like, all of this stuff that you, it's not bad, it just doesn't, you just don't have a use for it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if somebody's searching for it on Facebook, like, it's truly going to a place that, yeah. you know, they'll yeah. use it. One time we had this TV stand and we sold it on Facebook Marketplace, mm-hmm. and the guy who came to pick it up, he was like... I've been looking for something like this for so long. It looks exactly like something my parents used to have. And, like, they they wanted another one and they couldn't have it. And it's exactly like what they had. And I was like, whoa. Meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. It really worked out. We actually sold a TV stand on Facebook. And you meet a lot of, like, really nice, friendly people. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I sold... I sold a wedding chalkboard one time, and it was like, all right, we'll have fun at your wedding. Like, woo, you go. Just, like, passing it on. Yeah, like, pass on, share the love. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Exactly. True. Good for the (laughs) environment. Yeah. Love. Mm. But they decided to put it on credit and just buy the TV. Good for them. Relatable, too. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Just, like, bite the bullet and just put it on the card. Yeah. Uh, um, so, Lily comes I just want to say, Father, I am very responsible with my money. I'm in a good place financially. Thank yes. you. Yes. I, <laughs> I am, too. Smiles. <laughs> no, we're fine. Everything's fine. Everything's great. There's just nothing like just swiping that credit card okay anyway (laughs) um so lily comes in and is asking rose to do all these things which like confuses me again like we've already talked about this but it's like the big switch from when she's super independent yeah and like it's just so weird yeah um and rose pretty much gives it to her like not really gives it to her but Lily I finds mean, she's out like, that... look, like, if you could literally cannot get yourself water, which is, like, you know, the key to yes. survival, yeah. um, you're helpless. You, like, you mm-hmm. need to, you need to figure out what to do. I cannot help you if you literally cannot even get water. Yeah, I do like that part. Yeah. And Lily is like, so I guess you're not coming back to Chicago with me? And Rosa's like, no, like, you need to, you need to go to that school. You need to learn how to, feel... how to live. Yeah, and I feel like Rose, like, maybe could have gone back with her, like, to take her. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. be there for her in that way. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know the situation of the school and what that is like. Yeah. But, I mean, I felt like she didn't totally, you know, have to cut the cord and be like, bye, you need to go no, do it seems yourself. Honestly, what I think happened was, like, they were, they, that was a fight, and, mm-hmm. like, her sister probably just left in a rush because she was angry this is true. and like didn't want to be there anymore. So I'm thinking that was the situation. Yeah, yeah, and I, I can know. I can see that happening mm-hmm, for sure. Um, and 
like Rose leaves to go visit her and she lands like I think this oh before she even lands I think the scene before she leaves is kind of unnecessary yeah I just think the whole structure of this episode is just off it's yeah it's definitely I wonder if it was like a new writer or something because it's definitely different yeah. than what and we've I seen not, I don't before like it. Yeah, and I think that's why I gave this episode a zero, is because yeah. of how weird it was written and not the usual goal yeah. that it is. It doesn't really work, at least for me. Yeah, at least not with these plots. No, 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 no. <clears throat> true. Um, Maybe with a funnier, not as heavy plot, but yeah. this one being so heavy and dealing with, you know, somebody who's going through a loss... I feel like you need a little bit of a different structure of an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But Rose lands in Chicago and she sees Lily at the airport. And Lily is like learning. She has a seeing eye dog now. Yes. A service Um, dog. Love that. Yes. And her name is Becky. Love that. I love that she's named Becky. Yes. Like, I'm a dog named Becky. That's adorable. I know. So funny. And Lily seems to be in a really, really good place. Yeah. And I love the joke that it ends on, wait till you see me drive. So funny. Side note, have you ever seen that documentary about the dogs who go to school to learn how to... They learn how to become service dogs. Um, here's something about me, and I know you know this, but people listening might not know this. Um, I don't watch dog movies because I get too emotional. Even if it's a positive movie, I cannot do that. Like, I... I love dogs so much. I get very emotionally attached, even with the positive ones. Like, it's just emotionally i cannot handle it (laughs) i think honestly i'm getting to that point but i did watch this before i had dogs yeah i can't i can't it was but it's so good if anybody it is i bet it's it's marvelous it's called like pick of the litter i think yeah yeah i know exactly what you're talking about yeah no i have not seen it if you like documentaries about dogs or if you like dogs or if you are interested in learning about how dogs become um service animals it's so good i love it and i do cry at it because there's a really good part ellie Um, was bred to be a service dog was she really she was um, the guy that we got her from, super sweet man, he um, breeds service dogs and like every now and then like he usually donates them to um, the trainer that trains mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and um, every, you know, couple of letters he will just sell them for profit to support like to, you know, support his, you know, so he can feed the dogs and this and that to yeah. give them to people who need them. So oh. Ellie is bred from like... She has very good bloodline. Yeah. Um, she's definitely a Marley in me, but that's probably yeah. because I'm not it's the best like, of trainers. It's actually super interesting to learn how they get trained. I'm it's, sure it is. It's very intense. Like, they, like, I'm pretty sure, well, I don't want to give it away like a spoiler, but the statistics of how many dogs actually may get through the whole training process is pretty low. 
Well, Uncle Matt, uh, sorry, Uncle Ross's dog, Chloe, was supposed to be a service dog, but she liked squirrels too much. Oh. Did I you know that? that? Yeah, I did. I've forgotten about that. Yeah. I mean, just dog, like, this is why I get so emotional is because dogs are just so incredible. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that you can train a dog to sense the change in your blood sugar like for people with diabetes or Mm -hmm. seizures or even like they're getting dogs to smell for cancer or I I swear and I might totally be making this up I think they can smell COVID I've heard that um but it's just incredible what dogs can do and that you can train them to like you know indicate that there's a shift you know yeah it's It's crazy to me it is I'm happy Dogs that the, the Golden best. Girls has Becky. Go Becky. Team Becky. Go Becky. <laughs> we are Team Becky. <laughs> yes. Love. All right. So, my Blanche count for this episode is four. Whoa! Yeah, so we decided that we're going to count that one guy that she saw. I think we should. Can't. I we, mean, she okay, told us. Okay, how about this? How about we do this? How about we do a poll on Instagram to Ooh, see if okay. we should count? Um, what was his name? Uh, I'll look it up. I don't remember. Yeah. So we will have a poll on Instagram the day. Should we do the day that this episode airs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll do a poll the day this episode airs to see if we should count Blanche's, you know, maybe gentleman caller during the Korean War. And True. we will count... Depending on our results, we will either count him or not count him. Sounds good. I like this. Yes. So, if you're not following us on Instagram, make sure you're following us on Instagram so you can vote for that. Good idea. Okay, we'll do that today. Cool. And, well, when I say today, I mean the date that this goes <laughs> um, That will then- be... Um, October 18th. So if you are listening to this October 18th, head over to our Instagram and we will have that poll up for you. Um, okay. I'm also going to count the three Darcy triplets who (laughs) all fought over who would get to lick Blanche's fingers. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm just counting them all because if they like you know, all fought over it. She probably dated each one of them, so. Oh, probably. Yeah. So that's four. Our total, well, three to four. So our total will be either 20 or 21. Wow. Yeah. Go, girl. Yeah. Okay. Um, since this is an odd episode, I guess I will share my lady of the evening first. All right. Let's hear it. Um, I'm going to give it to Rose. Oh. <gasps> Or are you going to give it to Rose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you can still if you feel like no one else deserves it. I mean, I think she went through a lot this episode. She had a lot of conflicting voices coming at her. And, I mean, <laughs> this is sad, but I just felt bad for her. Yeah. I I want to give it to Rose, too. Um, Just, she was going through it. And I felt like I want to give it to Rose or Blanche or Dorothy, but I just felt like they weren't being as good of a friend as they could have been. Agreed. And Um, Sophia wasn't really in this episode too much. She was just complaining about the TV not working the whole time. So, And what's interesting about this is, like, it all has to do with, 
like Rose's point of view and it's not it's about her sister becoming blind but like we're kind of learning about it through Rose like okay I have a question do you why do you think they did this episode like it seems out of nowhere because it's not right. even about one in, one of the girls. Right. Um, I mean, like I said, it does kind of focus on Rose because, like, she's the character we know. Right. But it's so specific and out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, do you think that they, like, my theory is that they did this episode, like, because around this age, a lot of people are starting to, like, care for their family members. Maybe. Or, like, maybe their audience is, like, becoming less independent. Maybe. And needs people to care. Like, I'm just, it seems so random. I just feel like they didn't write this episode properly. Like, it either needs to be, like, it was almost like half a Lily episode and half a Rose episode. Yes. And it should have been an all Rose episode because this is the Golden Girls, you know? It was very Lily heavy at first. Yeah. And like how it switched, like if it hadn't had switched in the middle, the plot Mm -hmm. or the, where the resolution was going to be, I felt like it would have been better. Yeah. Like, if they had had the second plot the whole time. Uh-huh. Like, like if just, she was relying too much on Rose. Exactly. Like, if that was the whole, the whole time problem the whole time, that would have... I feel like we would have liked this episode a lot more, and it would have made yeah. a lot more sense yeah. going with the Golden Girls. But, yeah. I mean, that's my thought. I think this episode has so many issues. Not just, like... I think just how it how it is like i think with the writing with like how yeah. they do that i don't think they establish things the right way i yeah. just i just i'm not and really a fan like you said it could have been a episode that they wrote early on and it just wasn't it it just they just yeah. had it it didn't have that magic no and i think it could have been really good i do too i'm just not a fan of how it turned out it is better I than it i thought flopped. it was gonna be for sure but not wonderful. Yeah. So, so what would you yeah. rate it? Um, I'll probably give it a um three. Okay. I. Mm, I just there was two like the you know the side plot episode parts saved it mm-hmm. for those points. Um. I just, there was too much changing with what the conflict was. They didn't establish things the right way. I didn't, I didn't connect with it. Like, yeah, I don't know. What about you? I think I'm going to give it a two. Okay. Just, yeah. Mm, Sorry. Same deal. Yeah. Yeah. But I I am glad it wasn't a zero. I'm glad I enjoyed it somewhat. Like, I there mean, honestly, some... that the scene with the the garage sale episode, the garage sale scene saved it for me. Okay. So, yes. So, there. I think that. Polly Holiday did a good acting job, though. She did. I really like her. She did a great yeah. job. I, I kind of wish she had been in it, like, as someone else. Yeah. Or, like... Or, like, they could have done the episode better and she could have... Yeah. Or... Not to not be blind, because that's not... That's not the issue. Yeah, that's not the issue at all. 
I feel like she could have come back, like, I don't know. They Man. need to have more inclusivity in the TV world with different people with different abilities. Yeah. Mm. Well, we can move on. Yes, because we we've, we've made it through this episode. Thank God. That, <laughs> that I, th- I honestly think that's the episode that I've been dreading this whole series. Me too. Isn't that sad? Yeah. But I'm glad it's over with. Yeah. It's I just, done. Yeah. Um, so, next week, our episode is season one, episode 24, Big Daddy. Okay, question. Is this the singing Big Daddy episode or the I'm yes. getting remarried episode? Yes, this is the one where he decides to become a country singer. And looking at okay. the description on IMDb, he actually sold the family mansion to do it. <sighs> I don't remember doing him doing that, but okay. I don't either. So that's not good. Which is confusing because mm. I know there's an episode later on where Blanche says goodbye to the family house. But I think that's her mother's side of the family. Ooh. I think. Okay. I could totally oh, be making that up, but. I guess we'll figure it out. Well, maybe I'll so. look at the fun facts on IMDb and we'll discuss it. Yep. All right. So what are you going to pre-rank this episode? Um, I don't remember loving this episode, so I'm going to give it a four. Yeah, I think I'm going to do. I'm going to do a five. I don't know. Okay. I'll do, I'll I think just going to guess it as a five. From what I remember, you like Big Daddy episodes more than I do. I do, but I don't like this one. <laughs> okay. You like the one where he gets married? I do. Okay. Well, I guess we'll, we'll see. Well, I like it more than this one. Yeah. We'll find out. I guess so. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank thank you you for being a friend. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, thank you. God bless you. I tooted while you did that, so now that's all out of the way. (laughs) Good. Great. Yeah, I see it for sure. Yeah. Well, I don't see it. I I don't understand. (laughs) Caroline! (laughs) I'm not going to put that in. (laughs) That could be a blooper. (laughs) No.